Hello, everybody. This is Isaiah. This is Dan. And Miguel. For this Leap Day. Happy Leap uh, Year. Of um, the procrastination. A lot of good stuff. Did you guys see the Oscars? Oh, yeah. Like, I did not, but I heard about it. <laughs> yeah, like so many. I felt bad. The one act, the one actor I felt bad was Mark Ruffalo. Mm-hmm. Because it was another Mark that won the Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor. Because it was... Uh, so it said Mark, and then he, so they were he, started, he started to get so up. Yeah, exactly. <gasps> this one, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, all I care about is that Leonardo DiCaprio finally won. Yeah. yeah. So everyone can yeah. shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I just love going on Tumblr and looking to my feed after that. Because it's like... <laughs> It's just a bunch of people with, with memes. Like, everybody's trying to get the memes out before, before it got announced. Uh-huh. Like, he might win. Quick, everybody, just release all your Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> hasn't won an Oscar meme. Empty the folder! <laughs> and then there was, like, another half of people that, were, that already had memes unprepared for when he won them. My favorite was The Onion actually had um, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio kisses Bear on his way up to accept Academy Award. Did you see that, <laughs> you see that one flip book? Oh yeah, <laughs> he's accepting the award, and the bear, the bear just comes out of nowhere. <laughs> and then on the back it says "In Memoriam Leonardo DiCaprio." <laughs> uh, and there's there's a third the third meme that was just um, everybody else right now. It was just different. Like it was like uh, somebody had a folder and it just said like if he wins memes, if he doesn't win memes. <laughs> yeah, I think I heard like a R.I.P. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio memes is now a meme. <laughs> yeah. People were like, oh, quick, we have to come up with a new meme. <laughs> he, he only has one. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, it's, uh, Kickstarter news. Uh, Charter of the Unicorns on Kickstarter. Oh, yeah, that's right, oh, for the yeah. film. Uh, yeah. Or, well, has it's, he, it's has, an episode. Yeah. It's a half an hour episode. Yeah, so. but has, he, has he made enough to get the... Uh, was it Aubrey Plaza? Aubrey, Aubrey, yeah, I think so. I mean, I, he's already got... I mean, he had double on the first day. I haven't checked it since then. But yeah. it, it was that fast. <laughs> um, and Miguel, um, do you know about it? I do. Okay, yeah. Because cause he, he just... He's going to have a version that's just going to have all the all the characters voiced by Aubrey Plaza. <laughs> it's, it's it's genius. Yeah, it's pretty genius. great. I love I love that woman. She like I don't know if, if I told you about for for Dirty Grandpa some of the stuff that she did. No, like they wanted her to read for the other girl in the movie, and she's like, no. If I'm doing this movie, I want to be the one that has sex with, with Robert De Niro. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's the whole reason I'm doing this. Yeah, exactly. And then like, that's why I became an actress. <laughs> and then like later on, she was like she she said something that she thought upset Robert De Niro. So then what she had done was she took a. A risque photo of herself and mm-hmm. put it in this book of self-realization and put and slid it under his like in his trailer and then like like later that day they they were you know doing scenes together and she's like oh no i must have upset him because he hasn't said anything to me at all about it blah blah yeah and um he goes by the way i, I got your gift couldn't get past page four though because that's where <laughs> she put the photo <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, that's great yeah, so, I mean, yeah, with the Academy Awards, I was like, despite it being so white, to have it end with Fight the Power Play, <laughs> like, I mean, that was, it was Chris Rock's um, theme music when he came out, Yeah, but then to close it with that song, I'm like, what, <laughs> what does this mean? <laughs> like, Raw Rock, Fight the Power. <laughs> well, that's, that's what's funny about it was, like, they, they're like, we don't got any... There's no black nominations again. <laughs> Quick, get get Chris Rock. And they just they, they got him to host. Yeah. And then it was like, what, what do you think he was gonna do? He's gonna talk about how you don't have any. <laughs> yeah. And then and then the, the most awkward moment was a joke that 
every black person would get, but none of the white people there got it, and that was by having Stacy Dash yeah. be the be the new um, like I don't know what the hell her official title was because I don't really listen to what happens with Stacy Dash, but like like that she's supposed to be the person that bridges between blacks and whites in Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, and then it was just quiet, like nobody got it. Nobody, but like yeah. you there was knew- like one guy in the front row that I saw that was cracking up, and he's the only one you can see <laughs> reacting at all. <laughs> yeah, like you barely hear any laughter, and it's just like whatever. the the great thing though. And didn't she say uh, "Happy Black History Month" right? <laughs> after she was saying that she wanted them to abolish it and everything? Yeah. <laughs> oh, what was I gonna say? Um, uh, one of the great things. One of my friend's dads actually won the Academy Award last night. Oh, what? Uh, my friend Matt Magini, his dad uh, Mark, won for best sound editing for uh, for Mad Max Fury Road. Nice. Um, yeah, that, nice. the movie deserved all the awards that it won. Yeah. Also, Matt Magini sounds like a fake name, like like on <laughs> Simpsons when you, you read letters and it's supposed to be imaginary. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to you, he's real. Okay. I promise you. Uh, um, but yeah, and it was great because they show a photo, a photo of him with his dad, and his dad's got the, the, the Academy Award in his hand. It's like, oh, that's sweet. Nice. Um, so yeah, so like it was it was a good event. Um, there were some Academy Award. I loved the fact that even Sylvester Stallone knew he wasn't going to win. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, because I mean, but it's the weird thing too, because he won everything else. He won the Golden Globe for for his thing in Creed. He won, I think, the BAFTA Award. Mm. Um, but he but he was like he's like oh, so everyone says like you're the front runner to win Best Supporting Actor. He's like I don't think really think I'm going to win it. Like really? Like, yeah. No. Nah, you know, it's just, it's just I'm not really much of the underdog in this. So it's like I really kind of hope. One of the other guys gets it, and you know they're the underdog tale, and blah, blah blah. And sure enough, it's the one actor that I'd never heard of. He was he was in the movie Bridge of Spies. I think it was like Mark Salinas. Huh. Because mm. um, yeah, you're up against Mark Ruffalo, Christian Bale, Sylvester Stallone, and like I'm just like I like any one of these guys could win it. And then it's like, oh, well, who's that guy? And why did he win it? <laughs> He's and, the underdog. Yeah, exactly. Holy what, crap! Like <laughs> they want you to go to go watch the movie. That's why Stallone <laughs> called it. Like I loved. Like um, all the all the actors that were in there, like just like winning certain things, and like I love the fact that they now had a tell us who to thank tracker, like as opposed what? to well, because um, like when they gave their acceptance speeches, and, rather, da- ra- and Domino's trackers are getting really specific. Rather than rather than just have them ex- say everybody who they wish to thank, at the bottom was just a tracker says he would like to thank, and just like. And a little scroll wow. by of who they were saying. Really? So that way their speeches were shorter and also that they could that they could talk more about what they wanted to say as opposed to just like thank the just, academy. Just thanking thank everybody. You, okay. Yeah. That's um, cool. Yeah. Like the one the guy who won Best Director, uh, the guy that he was the one that uh, directed the Revenant. Um he he actually still got to the point where they had to play him off. Like and the thing was I'm like, they weren't effing around. They played uh uh, Flight of the Valkyries. Wow! Like as, as, he's, <laughs> as he's like talking, you see, like it's like, a, like why? Jeez, <laughs> I'm leaving. I'm leaving. <laughs> Fighter planes are coming in. And I felt I felt bad too because after watching the Academy Awards, like I watched the In Memoriam, and it was really nice. It was really poignant. Like oh, you were telling everybody. me that they forgot somebody, right? Yeah, yeah they forgot Abe Vigoda. Uh, like Abe Vigoda died last month, so it's not like it was it was too far gone. Like, yeah, he and it wasn't he, too wasn't too long ago. Wasn't too recent. Yeah, exactly. And he was, 
he's in the freaking Godfather franchise. Like, I mean, it's not like he did a couple of bit parts in, in film, and but was mostly known for TV. Like, well, no, he did big. He was in like one of the biggest, most well known movies of all time. Yeah, Good Burger. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I forgot that's he was in Good that's Burger. That's the home of the Good Burger. <laughs> Can I take your order? Uh, um, did you guys hear about the uh, um, the Razzies? Oh yeah, 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 that also happened. Oh yeah, <laughs> you guys know who uh, who won? It was a tie. <laughs> yeah, it was like between Fifty Shades of Grey and who was the other one? Fantastic Four. Oh, okay, fan, fan, uh, fan four stick. Fan four stick. Um, well, it was funny too because like Fifty Shades of Grey gets gets the Razzie for worst picture, and but then there was a song nominated from Fifty Shades of Grey for best original song. Really? Yeah, because I was looking at the roster and like one of them was Fifty Shades of Grey. One of them was. Um, you mean for the Oscar, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then, but then uh, Sam Smith won for Spectre. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Hmm. Always. Well, but I mean, like there were some good ones, like Lady Gaga's song for that. Um, for that, I don't know what the movie's called. It, it's but it's about rape. Like, uh, if, like it's a really, um, like hers is really good. Uh, but then, yeah, Sam Smith won, and then he he straight up mentioned he's like he read an essay by Ian McClellan, and he's not sure. Um, if it's true or not, but he said that no openly gay actor has ever won an Oscar. Huh. Like, if, if they were gay, they were closeted and found out later. Huh, I wonder about that. But he was like, oh, if that's true, then I'm gay and I'm proud, and I'm proud to be, if it's true, the first openly gay <laughs> person to win an Academy Award. Cool. It makes it sound like he's not sure he's gay. Like, if it's true that I'm gay. <laughs> if it's true this. that I'm gay, then I'm happy to have this award. <laughs> I just really want to be the first in something. <laughs> so I'm gay now. He's halfway to EGOT. He's won a Grammy. He's won an Oscar. Now he just needs to to put music in in a in a Broadway play and and do music for a, for a TV show. And you got it. You're, yeah. you're you're an EGOT. You got it. You got it, dude. You got it. <laughs> you got it. Oh God! Speaking of that, Fuller House. You, I, I haven't started watching it yet. I've heard so many bad things. Like everyone's oh, like, no. oh, everyone, it's it's. I think it's mostly just because the fact that like, everyone's like, oh, I kind of remember now. I I watched Full House and it was just because there was nothing else on. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. Like, oh. It does make me wonder, like, because it feels like the things that that they made it good are so in that time period that I, I don't see how they, like do you do it like that or do you do it like like the way things are now yeah I was one person was telling me they're like oh, I'm kind of hoping that, that they continue this and, and do a new family matters for this generation oh. and just call it black family lives matter <laughs> <laughs> and I was like that's messed up but I like it <laughs> like, I do too it's just, it's not even about the family anymore. It's just about him him dealing with all these racist cops. When was he's it a ever cop about too, the so. family? <laughs> that was always about Urkel once Urkel became popular. <laughs> you got a show with two Urkels and no family in a show called Family Man. <laughs> Probably one of my favorite Key and Peele sketches of all time. Yeah. And then they got uh, Everybody Hates Chris as... Uh, I don't even know the actor's name. That's his <laughs> name now. Might as well be. As Urkel. This is kind of random. But I just, I just, I just, I just figured this out. I'm reading the new uh, Dragon Ball manga. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. I never occurred. To, uh, okay. <laughs> I, know, I don't even know where to start with this. You know that the Saiyans' names are based on um, vegetables, vegetables and fruits, right? And stuff, yeah. um, 
But I didn't know that the that the, the word Saiyan, because actually Saiyajin in the Japanese, uh-huh. actually comes from a like you just you just rearrange the letters of the the word that means vegetable over there. Um, because uh, so Saiyajin is just an anagram for vegetable. I think it might even just be Saiyan. Oh. I'm not sure. It's really weird. But <laughs> and then I figured out that I found out that their their original planet was was just called. Uh, I guess what it was. The Japanese word yasai means vegetable. Oh, okay. So you just rearrange that and you get seiya. They just mm. add the, the jin onto it. And then we got the end just because seiya jin doesn't sound right in English, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. And then that's why it was Vegeta. Yeah, and... Vegeta. Yeah. But um, that wasn't the original planet. The original planet was actually called... Um, what, what was it? It was like... What did it call it? Like planet fruit or something? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> but Planet Vegeta was originally called planet plant. Plant. And they, re- they changed it to Planet Vegeta after they took it over from a race whose names were, were an anagram for fruit. Mm. So originally it was fruit. And then their original planet before that planet was called Planet Salad. <laughs> so it's basically a vegetable fruit salad thing going on. Sorry, <laughs> Yama. I always love that one comic where he's like, oh, uh, that one uh, Team Four Star episode where they were doing one of the movies. Uh-huh. He's like, oh, um, we need to protect Vegeta. The planet, the king, or his son? Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, speaking of DBZ, it celebrated its 30th anniversary like this past week. Nice. Oh, nice. 30 years ago, the first episode of Dragon Ball aired. Dragon Ball or Dragon Ball Z? Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball. Okay. Yeah. 30 years ago. Well, because in the Japanese, it's always just been Dragon Ball, right? They don't even really add the Z. That's oh, true. That was just for so, our version. So Z is still part of the Dragon Ball? Yeah, it's just, it's just it's just like a time skip. Oh, okay. You know? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. 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 Yeah, kinda. yeah, 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 yeah. But anyways, yeah. <laughs> more on DBZ. Team Four Stars channel was down for like a day. Yeah, <laughs> and like, it was like the, like that that whole fair use thing that's been going around. Yeah, like it's been like people have been like getting effed over for it, and Team Four Stars channel is complete. It, it, it straight up said for term for violations of uh, copyrighted material and stuff like yeah. that. I'm like, oh, freaking YouTube. <laughs> And they tweeted that it was a complaint launched by Toei, which is peculiar because it always starts up every episode with the following as a fan-based parody: Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, and Dragon yeah, Ball GT. Yeah, YouTube all doesn't care. YouTube, YouTube doesn't even check. It's all automated. Yeah, yeah it's very. That's stupid. what we were talking about. That's what we were talking about last week. We were saying yeah. like they should really get like actual people <sighs> whose job it is to do that. I'd like to point out again, I am still open for the job. <laughs> Because we do nothing but watch really weird YouTube stuff. So it's, it's true. Speaking of really weird YouTube stuff, no. Uh, so, so Bear Simulator is a thing. Have you seen my avatar? That's what that is. Yeah, it's from a, it's from a game called Bear Simulator. Okay, I haven't I haven't seen your latest avatar. Like the last one I remember was the it's one a, with Robin's face over the clown from Heavy Rain. You mean Heavy Wayne? Exactly. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, my, my current avatar is just a picture of a bear wearing a trucker's hat. And trucker's hat says, like, best bear. So, so we're going into this week in bears for this. <laughs> yeah. Yay. Yeah. Um, there was a whole a whole, uh, a whole article on it, but all you need to know is, is um there was a review for it on, on Steam. Uh-huh. It's all you need to know. Pros, you can be a bear. <laughs> you can eat things such as leftover pizza. You can be several types of bear bears. <laughs> so I guess there's, like... Bears combining, yeah. Uh, cons. There's a few hitbox issues. I can't catch ducks. 
every every comment about that game was about trying to catch that duck. I don't know why. And it says, I'm not sure what bears do, so all I do is eat things. <laughs> and I don't I don't have a pet bear. And <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm wondering if it's if it's just as outrageous as Goat Simulator was. I don't know. It doesn't look that outrageous. It's that more down to earth. <laughs> Except for the fact that there's apparently a whole pizza just lying around for you to eat. Was I love to? Um, apparently, you can eat mushrooms and get smarter. Also, I don't know why. You don't. You don't know what it's like to be a bear. You don't know their. I think that's education a, I, system. I think that's actually a reference to the Disney movie The Bear. Really? There's a scene in The oh. Bear where he eats like psycho, like like bad mushrooms mm-hmm. and just goes on a trip. And it's just like this weird moment. It's like like the and the bear kind of seems. Aware, mm-hmm. like he's just like aware bear. Oh, like like he's looking around. He's going. So I can kind of understand the idea of eating mushrooms makes him smarter. Because like like I remember my brother used to watch that movie all the goddamn time. I, it's one of those movies that has very little dialogue in it because you're following a bear. Yeah, and 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 like I could not get into it, but my brother watched it all the time because he freaking loves animals, and he was just like. And I just it's always, I just rem- always remember at, at points I would focus on the, on that moment where he's eating like the, the the trippy mushrooms and what? Like just looking around. And speaking of bears, I think it's weird how many scenes there are like that in Disney movies. <laughs> this is, they're always tripping on something. Yeah, they get drunk or they, or they get high on shrooms or. Um, what is it? The Baloo snorts a line of coke. Oh yeah, that's a classic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I was like, I loved uh, Geek and Sundry for for their uh, their post for the Oscars. It's like it's the Oscars, and it's it's um, Grizz and Panda from uh, We Bear Bears re re redoing the scene from Titanic where she's flying. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, combining bears and the Oscars—that's what we do. Good, yay. <laughs> Now we're just got a Kickstarter in there. <laughs> we'll have all three. Kickstarting the Bear Oscars. <laughs> yes. Well, what was it this morning? This morning on the on the KTLA Five News, mm-hmm. they had um they they're like you saw the Oscars. Now get ready for the Poscars. They were awards for best pets. Aww. So are they just gonna do like? So this just like the Super Bowl. It's gonna do it for everything now. Or you just have a dog version of everything. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I'm okay with it. I'm just asking. I want this. Don't adorable, adorable dogs, like just over and over again, all up in your face, all up in your face. Disco lady. <laughs> I know you said disco lady. Uh-huh. I heard disco aid. Disco aid, though. This past weekend, there was this uh, tournament called uh, Winter Brawl X. Uh-huh. I don't know if you know about all the, the weird controversy that was going on with, in Marvel ever since Evo. Uh-huh. It's, it's kind of interesting. The guy that won Evo this, this past year, uh, King Blue River, mm-hmm. he, he, he's interesting for a lot of reasons. Uh, he, he plays like a team of all large characters. He plays Hulk, Hagar, Sentinel. Mm-hmm. But um, it's like he's not one of the ones you would expect to win, let me put it that way. Mm-hmm. On top of that, there's a lot of people that say that he, he's basically a freeloader. He just kind of like shows up at people's houses and just kind of. He never pays for anything. He just he kind of bums around. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's a bunch of different things, and all the people that like 
all the ones that, are, that you think of as being like the best the best at that game all hate him for one reason or another it seems like mm-hmm. and uh and they have this like mentality of like america's the best at marvel he we can't let him win because he's he's not he's not um I forget what he is he's like filipino no i don't know he's not he's, american he's not american they put it that way <laughs> he's, he's in this country but he's not he's not uh from this country right um so i started a whole thing and then especially uh filipino champ is is he kind of plays the bad guy in fighting game tournaments like all, all the time and he started a whole rant on that guy and he kept saying that he was like dodging him. He's like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to play him. I'm trying to, you know, I'm gonna beat him in a first to ten or whatever for money, and I'll show everybody that he sucks. Uh, keep in mind, Filipino champs aren't even making it in the top eight in, in Evil this last year. So it's like if if you had won, maybe you wouldn't have, you could have stopped him if, you, if you think you're better than him. Um, so this this past week they finally uh, fought, and they had a match, um, a first to ten, and it was kind of weird. It was like Kimber River kept switching his team a lot. He mainly just plays one team, and he ended up losing. But then the big tournament, the actual tournament happened, and he ended up beating uh, Filipino champ in the grand finals. I think he actually came back from losers, so he beat him. He had to beat him six times. Jesus! And it was uh, it was crazy, and I, and I loved it because <laughs> the commentator, one guy was on Filipino champ side, but the other one was Yipes, and Yipes hates Filipino champ, so the whole time he was just like <laughs> so excited to see him lose. <laughs> he was just like, yeah, I'll hit him with the boots. <laughs> <laughs> like he just, yeah, yeah. Like he just so excited. I uh, just loved it. The whole the, like, if you can find that that fight, that, mm-hmm. that grand finals, just it's, like just ignore the rest of the tournament. Just watch the grand finals because it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of, um, speaking of friggin', um, like, have you heard about that Dota two thing, where mm-hmm. like they they kicked out their commentator James Too Good. Uh, yeah, I I read about that, and I like normally I don't care about Dota stuff, but I just thought it was interesting that Gabe called him an ass. Yeah, like just I've straight up, heard, I've never heard him get angry at somebody. <laughs> he just straight up says he's like he, he just called, he, he, the guy's an ass. That's why we like we kicked him out, and then like and they kicked him out in the middle of the tournament. Yeah, like it wasn't like you know like let's finish this event <coughs> and then you know we'll part ways or whatever. It's like no, it's like get out now. What did he do? I don't know. Like he's saying that it, it had some. It, it's specifically related to comments he made on air. He says Harding shared an essay chronicling his disagreements with Valve over issues such as compensation and production decisions. So I mean, my guess is that rather than you know go the diplomatic route and complain about this stuff after behind the scenes discuss stuff or whatever, he probably aired his grievances during the tournament during a stream or whatever like that and it's like a, you know what if you're gonna do stuff like that get the hell out and like yeah that's what it feels like to me and then gabe's like he's an ass like get out of here that's, and this yeah, is the yeah. second chance too like they, they they had parted ways before and they were giving him a second chance at it and this time it's just like you know what screw it get out of here so <laughs> yeah i mean i mean gabe and them said there was basically all, like him him talking on the air and being too crude basically yeah but that's the whole reason that they like that commentator to begin with. It's yeah. like if you, you hired me knowing what you were gonna get, like, and he he has he has a text where they were saying like just be yourself. That's what that's what the that's what they wanted to hear. Yeah, and it's like so I, I was myself, and they said you're being too crude. <laughs> get out of here. It's like you, you guys make up your mind. Yeah. 
So what it's, was he just on air and like, oh, and it's a hard push from bottom lane, kind of like my ex-wife pushing her new lover. What a whore she is. You'd, you'd think not, but kind of, yeah. He, <laughs> he, he called he called one of the, he said that, that, that two of them are, um, he's, he called one of them a hard bottom, I think, or something. And he, said he, and he implied <laughs> oh, that the two no. of them are, are, are always doing that. And then, and, and I heard that at the very beginning of the, the tournament, he, he referenced how he... He couldn't get good internet at the at the hotel so that he could have his wink fest or whatever. <laughs> he also, yeah, yeah. he gotta have his daily porn or something like that. Like that, that's how he started the, the tournament. Like I can't get any internet here. To... Great start, <laughs> right? Uh, <sighs> yeah, people. You need to get like that list of, that the WWE has for their announcers. Have you seen that thing? Oh no, no but I heard it was just always in, the, in their ear, just t- yeah, telling them what to say. Vince is always in their ear, telling them to promote stuff and all this other stuff. But then, like, they also have things like they can't say DQ; it has to be a disqualification. They can't. Um, well, because you don't want to get sued by Dairy Queen. Anytime, <laughs> anytime, uh, anytime there's a, um, anytime there's a championship wrestler there, they always have to play up the championship. Do not play down the championship. You mm. don't don't even play down the champion. Like don't say this guy is an a, a stupid champion. We should never like you know, don't talk about like there's so many things you can't talk about and then other things like play this guy up or do this. Don't do- talk about Pike Club. Yeah, it's this whole freaking <laughs> roster of things that they have to do and they have to make sure that they don't say or uh, during their thing. It's freaking nuts. Uh, it's interesting. So have you guys heard that Sony's trying to make a power glove? <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah, they they have a uh, like a patent out for it now. It's it's essentially a glo- like a, a glove or gloves that you you wear with the VR. That's supposed to interact with it, so you can basically oh. you know. Ah, so it's basically what we imagine virtual reality to be back in like the eighties. Exactly, <laughs> like all those movies. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> and I've seen like tech demos of like somebody grabbing something and moving it and like doing things with it. So mm-hmm. if it works, you know, great. <laughs> Freaking nuts. And then Xbox has got that, like their own version. Uh, uh, Microsoft has their own version coming out, and, th- and that one apparently has a a conquer like tech demo in it for some reason. Huh. They keep they keep teasing conquer and like yeah, everyone's no, right? like doing anything with it. Like, like you hurt my feelings. Like Project Spark, like remember that? And everyone was like, "Oh, it's conquer," and then it's like Project Spark. It's like it's not conquer. It's not conquer at all. <laughs> this is not what we wanted. Yeah. We don't. We don't want the option to make our own conquer game. We want you to make a conquer game. <laughs> <laughs> right. <sighs> Another thing that happened this past weekend, and it caused me to lose a lot of sleep, was during Twitch. They had something called Twitch Watches Pokemon. With yeah, the was, that, was that like like legit by Nintendo or what? It was from the Pokemon Company, the okay. international company, and I they aired like twenty four hours of mainly most of the movies, and I and. What was after that? The Pokemon Origin special, and then like a bunch of like episodes from like the spin-off show, like Pokemon Chronicles, like stuff that wasn't canon. And I I watched almost the whole thing, and I'm very tired today. <laughs> but I also noticed like there's a formula to like every movie, just about because I haven't watched like Ash most does of them so before. little in those movies. I feel like it's he just, almost dies in most of them. Yeah, it's just him almost. All of them. It's just him almost dying, and then a lot of, a lot of him going no, Regigigas or no, whatever the current Pokemon is. Okay, well, what Ash will do is he'll almost die, die a couple of times, and then be brought back. He'll stand in the way of two legendaries fighting, and then they'll cry and they'll bring him back. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, my, what if if the shoe fits? The, the, the first movie was great, so let's keep doing that very movie. Well, they're almost, all good. Too. Well, it's almost like it's almost like Pokemon the series as a whole. It's like Ash Ash meets a new Pokemon. Ash for some stupid reason doesn't decide to catch it. Uh, Team Rocket d- tries to steal it. Uh, Pikachu electrocutes them. They go blasting off again. They say their goodbyes to said Pokemon. They go off continuing their journey. And if, if the episode doesn't involve a major battle, like, you know, like, I'm going to this town and fighting for this badge. Like, if that's not happening in then this episode, then, it, then it's that storyline. It's oh, that exact yeah. storyline. Otherwise, it's, hey, I beat you. Where's my badge? Ooh, I'll get you your badge. And, like, here you go. And, like, <laughs> I'll get you your badge when I'll you're get dead. You your badge. <laughs> March. I was just I was just thinking of uh, Roger Gigas because of that uh, it was one of the movies and he basically shows up and he's got all these other Pokemon and they're all pushing this big thing of ice Mamoswine they yeah. all pushed the dice that I was love, awesome I love reading the chat during you know during scenes and, uh, and I was like oh that's true because at first he's having trouble pushing it and then all of a sudden he just gets like powered up and he's able to push it yeah. and the chat was like slow starter because that's, <laughs> that's actually his ability is that after a couple of turns he gets stronger oh. true. Oh, I'm like, the chat was oh, amazing that's right <laughs> I was thinking maybe he just used an HM and now it's using strength <laughs> I can sort of push this strength. That's, that's what I use all my legendaries for. I don't even use them for battle. I just just use them in HM. Just have all five HMs on one guy. Have, have a Mew and have him with all HMs. That he's useless. Oh, the chat was fantastic during the stream. I wouldn't mind surfing on a Mew. <laughs> he can, surfing on a Mew. I mean, he can learn like every move. So. Yeah, yeah, because he's he's and then like that's why Ditto exists. That old theory. Yeah, you guys saw that you can you can catch him in the in the. Red, blue, yellow, green, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's interesting that that, that cheat still works, that that uh, Masigno thing. Well, because it's a direct... Yeah, it's pretty much just like an emulated game of it. Yeah, it's, yeah. Not, even, it's not even like like the other ones. Like it, it, like, it doesn't... I think the only difference is that there's no save. Other than that, it's the exact same game. And you can, like, transfer them to the newer games and stuff. Well, and that's some, because of a new app, right? That isn't out yet? Yeah, the bank. Well, well I mean, the there's the bank, bank but... So. No, it's, it's a, I heard that it doesn't, it doesn't work right now. Huh. You can't transfer it right now from, from there to the bank. But there's going to be an app that's going to come out around the time that uh, Sun and Moon come out. Mm-hmm. And oh. that app is going to make it possible. I still love the idea. Somebody pointed out. Um, that's what I heard anyway. Somebody pointed out the idea that, okay, um, we have freaking Sun and Moon, all this other stuff. Uh, but we have the like like you like you said it's almost a direct emulated port of red blue and yellow which means missing no exists yeah yeah what happens if you put them in your bank I want to find out yeah there's a, there's a lot of good questions from that first game because there's a lot of really messed up combos you could do with that game which you can't do in any other like you can make weird like like Pokemon that have like uh, Moves that make it so you can't miss, and then they also have moves that will kill you if you. You can max out every stat. There's like no. Yeah, there's a bunch like, of weird stuff. To, like, so it's the like, EV training, what's so gonna happen with that? I'm really curious. <laughs> uh, okay, guys. Um, uh, somebody also pointed out that uh, Pokemon Sun and Moon. Uh, what's the acronym for that? Uh, PSM. Pokemon S and M. Oh God. Oh yeah. <laughs> what do you think the third one's gonna be? BD, <laughs> uh, like a, I don't know, Eclipse. <laughs> Combine them or together. Pokemon Earth. Earth. <laughs> uh, which one's uh, your favorite memes of our? <laughs> so many sun and moon memes. The the, the day the day man. Pokemon day man, day man, man and Pokemon Nightman. Night man. Or 
the the uh, the Teletubbies baby son mm-hmm. and uh, the Majora's Mask Moon. <laughs> it was one that had had the Moon Moon. <laughs> it was like Moon Moon. I forget the other one was, but yeah, and I'm, there's so many good ones. There's the one with the uh, Dark Souls guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was weird. You posted that like picture on Facebook, but the night before, I was telling my brother Tony when they announced him, like it's weird because I'm curious what the main Pokemon be because there's already a bunch of Sun and Moon Pokemon. Like the rock sun and the moon sun, Sol Rock and Lunatone, which I have named Solaire and Mac tonight. There you go. <laughs> and then you post a picture where they're on the cover. The right you Megas, because they're still useless right now. Right, they they should. I'm still I'm, I still want a I still want a Mega Farfetched. Oh, yeah. oh like, God, yeah! Like just just have him look all beefy with like a giant celery stock. Well, give him like a give him like a bamboo sword. Yeah. Yeah. Far-fetched. Oh, uh, that whole <laughs> that whole damn Daniel meme got b- blew up over the week. <laughs> For some reason, yeah. it just yeah, exploded it, so fast. Well, part of it I think was because Alan. Yeah, that's true. Because he he appeared on there and where she gave him a lifetime supply of Van shoes. <laughs> Wait, did you hear that he also got swatted? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Somebody swatted his house. Yeah, what? he's had a, he's had a busy week. Jeez, and I loved. What was it? Somebody posted this thing about how the iCarly Twitter mm-hmm. is still posting oh, yeah. stuff. It's like iCarly's been off the air for like oh, yeah. six years now, I think. And like there's an episode where this is dang Carly showing off her pink converse. I'm like, this is the damn Daniel meme. And I look and it's just a photo of her like sticking her foot out and showing off her, her pink converse. And I'm like, oh, this is a photo from like years yeah, ago. Yeah, was in all serious time. I'm like... How are they still? What? <laughs> and also, why? Yeah, exactly, right? It's like, I'm on, who still follows the iCarly Twitter enough to like to care? You think it's like just to like connect with fellow kids and like get publicity? But the show's not on. Yeah. What are you uh, publicizing now? Oh, in the uh, in the uh, continuing saga of Netflix doing crazy stuff, uh-huh. they're. Uh, they actually have a new a new anime coming out th- that they paid for. <laughs> nice. Huh. Which uh, they've actually done a couple of times now, mm-hmm. but each time it was like it was like it went to you know it came out on TV in Japan first, mm-hmm. and then and then eventually they they own the rights to it because they helped pay for it, you know. Right. But this one is just going straight to Netflix. Apparently, <laughs> it's called uh, Perfect Bones. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be a twelve episode series about. Um, it's gonna be in the future where scientists are attempting to create a, a perfect humans. However, an ego, an ego, an evil organization kidnaps a number of these uh, of these guys and uh, aims to use them to create a new world order. Ah, so it's just you know that kind of series, and I think it's by uh, Production IG, I think. So it's got some some good talent behind it. One of these has to be like I'm hoping this this kind of anime sounds like something that should be hyper violent. I can see that. Like moving back to the days of of Akira when they just blow up people. <laughs> I feel like you can go either way. You can go super violent, or you can go kind of like a comic book um, series uh-huh. where it's just like you got the team of good X Men versus the team of bad X Men because <laughs> you get the specimens that are still that are still there and the ones that were stolen by the evil organization. I always still love the idea of what was it? I was reading this article. It was talking about how like Magneto talking about we're 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 both trying to be good people. I'm like, then why'd you name your group the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants? Yeah, right. <laughs> like, it's not like nobody nobody else called it that. You personally called it the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. 
We're evil. We want equal rights. <laughs> We're better than humans. We should be treated better than humans. But you know what? We're not so different, you and I. <laughs> We're better than good as wood. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, that ain't so bad. <laughs> uh, speaking of Piper Violet, <laughs> a Postal is getting a like a remake. That's one. It's like why? Yeah, it, keep, it keeps happening. Uh. <laughs> it, it doesn't stop. <sighs> it's like the movie was terrible. The games are terrible. Why do you need to remake something so terrible? I don't know, man. They got their audience, I guess. I guess it's one of those things where it's like it's not for me, but somebody clearly enjoys it. Yeah. It keeps happening. <laughs> I mean, I can't fault the movie. The movie was made by Uwe Boll. Just, just fault him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, like, the games was just, like... The first Postal was, like, okay. And then the second one was... a po- Like, Postal kind of did what I think is wrong with Grand Theft Auto. Mm-hmm. Is that it kind of it, it kind of knows what it is. And then, like, tried to, tried to pull into that. And, um... Like, like the first, but the thing was, Postal Two did it so quickly. Postal One was just like, you know, violent, beat people, pee on them, like whatever, blah. blah. And then the second one is like, now we got Gary Coleman. Now we have the, and it's like, well, you, you like went from zero to a hundred so quickly. I would have expected that by like Postal Four, but yeah, like right? you did all this for Postal Two. Yeah. You sold out so fast. Yeah, exactly right. Like I mean, like I still say that's why I, that's why I freaking love the hell out of Saints Row. Mm-hmm. Just because of the fact that um, Grand Theft Auto became like super serious when like so much of the grid stuff was the parodies in it, and then now it's like, and then now you play uh, and then now it's like super serious when you play five and four and all yeah. that, and then but then freaking um, Saints Row embraced. That's why it's there, man. The stupidness. It's like it just took all the stupidness from them and it was like. This is what was fun about it. Let's just do this. Yeah. Like the freaking Adult Swim radio station. Like, I love it. Oh, yeah. Hosted by John from Delocated. What's that? Uh, it was a, a <laughs> Delocated was a show on, on, um, on Adult Swim about a guy who's in the witness protection program but still decides to do a reality TV show about oh, his life. It, okay, it was that show where he, had, he always had like a mask on all the time? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I always saw that. I just never knew what was going on. I would just see little parts and be super confused. Yeah, like that was the whole point of the show. And then like, and then like, yeah, he's got a Russian, um, a Russian hitman like looking for him. And my favorite part is the fact that the Russian hitman knows exactly where he is, but knows that if he kills him here, that like everyone will know who did it. So it's like he's yeah, it's like one of those cat and mouse kind of things. Him, him being on like reality TV is making it hard for the the killer. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's making it easy for him, but also making it hard for him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, oh, a new game came out on Steam called uh, Super Hot. Oh, yeah. it, it looks pretty interesting. What's it about? Uh, it's kind of like a first-person shooter puzzler. It's like if um, if like Hotline Miami was first-person. Oh, okay. And the whole way it works is that um, time doesn't move unless you move. Oh, so that kind of reminds me of Braid a little bit, too. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Like, there's certain levels of braid where it's like when it, the world doesn't move until you take a step. Exactly. So the whole game is you very carefully, like walking out of the way of bullets and just like, because like the bullets move pretty fast once you move, but you know you can see the guy coming, so you, you know where he's gonna aim. So you just kind of like moving out of the way, and you're just like, okay, now he's gonna kill this guy real quick. And then you, like when you when you knock somebody down, their their the weapon flies out of their hand, and you can actually grab that in midair. So you can just be like, 
and grab this gun and shoot this guy and like jump sideways. <laughs> you know, and, and a single hit kills you. Okay. Like period. So it's just you like, okay, I got to that part and I died. So now I just got to very carefully do this part when I get to that part. Like make sure I do it all in, in order. Mm-hmm. And then once you beat the level, it'll play back the whole thing at, at full speed. Where it's just like if if you've done it all straight up, so you just can see like a really cool action scene of you just like taking down all these guys one after another without getting hit a single time. Huh. <laughs> and, it, and it actually uh, you can you can upload it to a site too that they have, and nice. you can so you can if you look it up you can actually watch people's plays at like full speed of them doing all this cool stuff. Nice, that's cool. And it, and it's a bunch of scenes from like movies that you would think like like they have one that's basically a parody of like like the Matrix where they you know they come through with the guns and everything. And oh yeah. yeah, yeah. That that whole scene, guns and whatnot. That's good. That that sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah so it's pretty cool. Uh, it just came out, so give it a shot. <laughs> what, do you, what do you got going for it? Yeah. Why not? What's, what's wrong with that? Oh, so apparently, it keeps saying super hot the whole time when, it, when it's doing the replay. Uh-huh. Super hot, or like when you beat the level, it's super hot. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, what about that that FLCO remake? Didn't that get announced? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That the that, that well, it has it hasn't it hasn't been announced. Announced? What? It's weird. It's like um, they the co- one of the companies that originally made the series they bought the rights back from the company that they also that they worked with. Yeah, IG the bought the rights, I think, right? Yeah. And one of the things that they that they want to do with it is to make a a remake of it, mm-hmm. but an official hasn't official like release hasn't been announced. Like official thing hasn't been announced yet. Like we know it's coming, yeah. we're just waiting for them to say the say so kind of thing. Man, I really hope that the that it's based on the manga because mm-hmm. the manga helps explain so much. Like the, they're by the same guy, yeah, and they have a lot of the same scenes, but it also kind of expands on it a little bit where you kind of understand what the point of it is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the basis of it is that it's a whole thing's a dream. Hmm. Or um, so if you if you watch the show again or if you read the manga, you can kind of get where there's a lot of like almost Freudian stuff going on. Yeah. And a lot of like, like what does that mean if you think about it like this is all inside of his head? Because the whole thing is, about, is that everything's inside of his head, right? Yeah. So if you think about it that way, it's like that's why everything's in his head because this whole thing is in his head. Right. And it gets, gets, it gets super meta when you start thinking about it that way. Mm-hmm. And it's like there's all that weird, like, there's all this like stuff where he's He's not sure if like uh, like he wants to sleep with that with, with that girl and he's got, he's got all these issues with his brother. It's like all these these Freudian things are going on. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. It just gets super interesting when you think about it from that perspective. Mm-hmm. Mm. I like it for seal. Yeah, me too. As <laughs> do I. I like it both ways. I like it when I don't think about it, and I like it when I think about it. <laughs> now, I remember I watched it three different ways. I watched it as a sci-fi series, then I watched it as a comedy, and then I watched it as a drama. And each time I took like something different away from exactly. it. Exactly. And like I remember I actually told that to and, Kari Walgreen, mm-hmm. the, the woman who did the voice of Haruko, and she's like, I've never done that before. I gotta do that now. <laughs> like, <laughs> like just sit sit in there with a specific mindset. It's like when they say like if you watch The Dark Knight Rises, but watch it as a comedy, it's so much better than if you watch it as a, as a straight superhero movie. Huh. So it's like I'm like so that's how I that's how I do it sometimes like I'll watch a movie that's like supposed that's supposedly um, a drama but then you watch it comedically and it, and it takes a whole different turn for you. I could see that. <laughs> I do that with with scary games sometimes. I'll play a horror game and it doesn't really. If, if, if I feel like it's not affecting me in the beginning, uh-huh. no, I'll just keep playing it. But play it, I was like ah, pff, 
whatever. Like, <laughs> can I play like like a comedy like that? Just makes like you, have no fear in the in the way that I that I interact with the world. Yeah, it makes you think of. Um, it reminds me of an old uh, DC comic called Salvation Run, mm-hmm. where like the all these villains are sent to another planet. And my favorite part is like all the parademons from Apocalypse are swarming it. Mm-hmm. And you see the Joker with just like a handgun. He's like, somebody help me. I'm defenseless. And just like just firing, firing the gun into in the, the air. air. And, the, <laughs> and the parademon like flies down right next to him. He's like, here, I'll switch you. And like, he, shooting. Just, he just takes his gun and <laughs> gives him his gun. <laughs> and it's like, I'm like, that's the way you do it. Like, it's supposed to be scary, but you're playing it funny. Yes. Yeah, so you can't really be affected by it. Right. Oh, speaking of scary, uh, The Ring versus The Grudge. Oh, God. Why are they fighting? I love that idea so much. <laughs> well, I, I assume that, that uh, somebody that got the got the tape also moved into the house that The Grudge is from, so they're both trying to get the same person. That's, that's my guess. Oh. See? They both want to kill that person, but they're like, hey, you don't get to kill that person. I get to kill that person. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> so I kind of hope that it's like it's like based on the series, because you know, there was a Ring series. Wasn't it about the Ring video being like released on YouTube? Yeah, it got leaked online essentially. Oh, yeah. So everybody that watches it there is also being affected. Because if you if you ever see the the Grudge movies, eventually they got to the point where each person affected by the Grudge comes back essentially as a zombie, as like mm-hmm. another one of the of the girl mm-hmm. from the Grudge. And uh, by like the third movie, he's trying to escape one, and he's like, then there's two of them, and he's trying to escape those two. And there's like a third one. And he's like, how many are there? And he's just like hiding in a classroom, and then he opens a. He, like it, like 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 looks at the window, and the entire school is surrounded by by her. <laughs> like that's how many there are now. She has an army. So huh. I'm like, there's no way that the, the Ringo can win by herself. She's gonna have her own army too, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's one of those questions. It's like, how many people freaking go in that house? Like, well, like when somebody dies and somebody else gets the you know, I don't know. It's like they they haven't turned it down yeah. for some reason. Yeah, like, like get some, get a priest up in there, start like exercising that thing. I never really understood how the grudge works exactly, because sometimes it seems like it affects other people too, and I'm like, who, who is it affecting and why? <laughs> like, like what I would do is just put a giant casing around the house and just cover it with cement, just like, <laughs> just like tons upon tons of cement, almost like a like a like a freeway pylon, just like five times as wide. <laughs> Yeah, let the future people ha- like handle it, you know. Yeah, like, like <laughs> that's when you introduce an X uh, movie where, you, where they're, they're they're tearing that down. They don't remember why it's it's, it's covered in concrete. Yeah, because I'm like I'm thinking about it, and I'm like, I'm like, because then if you dollars to donuts, if you destroy that house and rebuild that house, you're still gonna have the spirits within, you know, like mm-hmm. yeah. it's like an Indian burial ground. Like right. it's, it's still it's still the same place. Yeah. Yeah. You, you got anything you want to talk about? We still got 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> we don't necessarily have 15 minutes. It's no, just... no, we do. Okay. <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm just gonna whistle for 15 minutes. No. What would we have comics wise? Nothing. Uh, I literally <laughs> have two things written down. Go for it. Go. <laughs> it's, it's Most weird detailed because, explanation you can about this. It's weird because it's not like I didn't read comics this week. It was just like nothing interested me. Or nothing was so was so interesting that it was worth talking about. Mm-hmm. Outside of the Justice League comic, which is one of the two. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that one, Ultraman dies, first of all. Uh, the baby's coming, which is his baby with... with oh. With... Uh, Superwoman? Superwoman, yeah. The evil Lois. Yeah. And then uh, Steve Trevor's got some sort of deal going on. It seems like he got pulled in, and it's kind of implied that he might get me into have powers now too, which would be interesting because his whole thing is that he's super badass, but then nobody treats him right because he's got no powers. 
Like, if he had powers, he could probably be with Wonder Woman again. That's like his whole... Like, he, he, like he was willing to get hurt for her, but she wasn't willing to have him get hurt, you know, being with her. Yeah. I don't know. So, it'd be kind of interesting, because she's not with Superman anymore. Right. So, why not give Steve Trevor powers and have have them have, like, an equal, like, relationship? Yeah. I'd be okay with it. <laughs> yeah, and then, and then kill that Superman. We have two Superman in this year. Just bring back the old school Superman. And, and I mean, let, why let, not? I'm let, cool with it. Let jeans and work boot soups bite the bullet. There's too and many I, Supermen running around. We need to thin out their numbers. And now I'm wondering, like, like what, what's going to happen with the baby? Like, is the baby going to be a, a big deal right from the get, like right from the start? Because they're having it happen like this big, this big moment. Yeah. Or is the baby going to be like part of that that new series that's coming out with the. What was it called? Super Sons? That'd yeah. be interesting. I was going like, to say, what if they made that baby into, um, and that's the reason, into something that's being reborn? Hence what reborn. DC's new whatever oh. is going to be. It's, oh. it's going to be a literal birth, and out pups a full-grown Oliver Queen. Like <laughs> <laughs> It's the original Blue Beetle. Yeah. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> It's like that, uh, like that old SNL bit with. Um, I, I'm alive again. Like, did you ever see that old SNL bit where that woman gives birth to a 40 year old Will Ferrell? <laughs> he's, he's already got a mustache and like chest hair. He's like, ah, thank you so much. He, like goes hang out with his friends that he has and has a long history with somehow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is he like, smoking a cigarette. Is it like Ace Ventura with the with the elephant? Oh. <laughs> yeah. The rhino. The rhino. Oh, right. <laughs> That's like one of my favorite bits ever. That made the movie for me. Yeah. Uh, oh, and the other thing that I wrote down was some other comic. There was a place. Uh, it was in Hellcat. It was just. A, it was just. A, it was just a food place called. That's a spicy Wolverine. <laughs> and it's just. A, it's just a pizza with 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 Wolverine claws going through it. <laughs> like, like that. Like me. That made the comic for me. I didn't even need to keep reading after that. <laughs> not even clever i know like, right that's i mean it's so good i was like it's just like so random it's so bad it's good <laughs> that's a spicy wolverine <laughs> he's not even uh. italian <laughs> uh. okay so i think that's that's pretty much it for this week then that was a yeah. spicy week <laughs> That's spicy enough. Our episodes are usually over an hour long, and this one seems to be going to the 50-minute mark. I could go into detail about this cool dinosaur that I drew for the <laughs> listeners at home. Does, yeah, does go list- for it. Okay, so it's a Tyrannosaurus. <laughs> it looks pretty cool. He's, he's on a snowboard because I was too lazy to draw wheels and make it a skateboard, so I just made, like, streaking snow. Is it on, is, is it on fire? Oh, it's no, it's okay. snow. Okay, I thought it was on fire. I no, was... I didn't color it in yet, so it's still white, so it's a snow, so it's snow okay? <laughs> just, so I just, just cut the podcast off. So I I gave him like a regular sized Tyrannosaurus head, but his body is a little small because it's just a little doodle and I ran out of room. And I gave him like little Tyrannosaurus arms with the three fingers and he's got thumbs up. Did he have shades? Yeah, because he's cool. You sound like you're crying. He wants you to understand how cool it is. I'm really dependent about my cool Tyrannosaurus. So I gave him shades and there's a little detail where they're shining and he's got a little backwards hat because he's on the mountain. Why would sun be on in his eyes or anything? It's snowing. Uh, okay. So, 
before this. <laughs> the procrastination. I think I nailed it. Um, always know we record here at Undercity Comics in Uptown Whittier off of uh, Greenleaf and Philadelphia. Uh, you can hit us up on our Twitter account at Procrast Podcast. And um, always know you can uh, you can also email us at podcastprocrastination at gmail.com. For this week, this is Isaiah. This is Dan and Miguel. Telling you it's a pretty damn good dinosaur. <laughs> We're going to put that on Twitter. <laughs> yeah.